0: Hello and welcome everyone to episode 107 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super, Kaiju Number Eight, and many, many more. We are. Um, is completely off random, but uh, the Kaiji Number 8 anime starts in like two months, which really oh, wow. snuck up on me. And I'm, yeah, I, I've been seeing the, the merch push for it start to happen. Like like Good Smile is just pumping out those figures in time for the anime. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to buy every single one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I?
0: Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it, yeah. That has to be exciting though, because did you... St- start with kaiju number eight like you've been there with since the beginning or you came in since there the
1: beginning yeah wow so that, yeah.
0: that that's definitely like the most special one for you
1: yeah 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 it is it's my baby yeah i think it, it's the one where i've really like i've watched the sort of the popularity grow naturally over time like i love i love working on dragon ball but like dragon ball has existed for like 30 years without <laughs> without
0: me <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: so it doesn't quite it doesn't quite feel the same
0: no, no, you like like you said. This is your baby, so yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, as far as One Piece is concerned, we're basically at the end. We're we we only have wrap up after this.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: <laughs> it is it is weird to think about. So, it, I think this is the set of chapters where we really get to determine how we feel about Thriller Bark. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to say the least. I'm not. -hmm. I'm not quite sure where I ultimately end up.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's that is an interesting conversation in and of itself because I you know I for a long time was I was on the thriller bark bad camp but you know I think like most interesting things in life uh, you know it's it's a little more nuanced than that.
0: Oh, for certain, for certain. And I certainly
1: i'm not in that i'm not in that camp anymore. I want to reiterate. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) I think people, I think everybody's been listening to us up to this point, kind of realize that, like, oh, yeah, like. <laughs> one piece is good <laughs> yeah who knew huh. <laughs> I, I, I just imagined the spongebob meme where it's like uh, with Squidward's, like you like thriller bark don't you yeah, like, no. yeah that's exactly it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness well let's get into it with chapter 481 shadows asgard and not much to say about this cover i uh, the only reason i'm mentioning is i just noticed that the um belt that the cat is wearing with Zoro has nyan on it
1: yeah <laughs>
0: i did not notice that detail the first time that's that's fun
1: <laughs> yeah i also love that they um all of like the crumpled up paper in the background like they're hmm they're really they're really trying to consider this huh anji for sword <laughs> you
0: gotta it's, get it's, this right it, it's direly important it has to happen <laughs> but into the chapter itself ors is down, and all the zombies are declaring that no zombie can get back after that. So what's going to happen to us? What's going to happen to Thriller Bark? And I like we get a few of the more notable zombies observing this. We have Sindri. We have Lola. We have, I forget the little bat guy's name. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're just like, huh, what's this all about? And he's like, oh, crap. I think I screwed up by having them in, inviting them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess
1: we'll get into this a little bit later, but I do, it's a small thing, but I do love how, like, Lola and her crew, like, the, the, they've basically been won over. They're just like, you know, the Straw Hat was our savior after all, you know, they are really, <laughs> like, like that. that's one thing I really love about One Piece Arcs is just the ability of the Straw Hats to really just, like, get people to rally around them.
0: Oh, yeah, they, these guys are ride or die for Luffy at this point.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they find Luffy. He's like, "Why are you small?" It's like, <laughs> "Oh, you're right." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the after effects of Gear Three. Or is he still conscious? He just can't move because we destroyed his spine, which is yeah, <laughs> dark but uh, also yeah. <laughs> like weird. Yeah. Mm, oh my
1: yeah. Even chopper's just like you know, even with his bone bones crushed, he still can't die. Like that. It really is a, a mockery of life.
0: Yeah, and we get to see everybody sort of. Recovering from everything that happened, it's like, and Brooke's like, I'm, I'm actually excited, this is this is good. Of course, we all realize, like, oh, wait a second, not everybody has their shadows back. We need to get uh, Moria to actually give up the shadows, wake him up, L- let's do this. And Moria comes out, is like, Yeah, I'm awake,
1: <laughs> yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, and and also the the sun is about to rise, so they really gotta. The, They got to get moving on that.
0: Yeah. Time is really quickly running out. And Lola's basically like, hey, if you don't want the Straw Hats to beat you up, give back the shadows. And he's like, yeah, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) I do like the line is, you can't scare a real pirate with the threat of death. (laughs) Fair enough. It's like ah, now I know how hat was able to power up so much. So you think you can use that against me? No, no, I'm bringing it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, and though it is kind of a fun idea, though that like Moria kind of basically got like taken out by his own hubris uh, at the end of the day, which is you know that's a classic villain takedown.
0: Oh yeah, it, it, it's pretty nice, but we finally get something out of Moria. I feel with mm-hmm. like, this this next line because. It's like, eh, with your strength, strength, you'll just die anyway if you continue on your voyage. You're not fit for the new world. You have a couple good un- underlings, but you'll lose all of them. He's just like, you cannot count on your crew because they are mortal. Zombies are already dead, so they have nothing to lose. So they're expendable soldiers, easy to replace, and I don't have to worry about losing anyone.
1: And- Moria, ca- he cares more than he lets on. <laughs> yes. That, he- that's my takeaway from that.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely what happened. Like, this this is a man who was so beaten down by the New World, which it's interesting we're getting that now. We got the introduction of the New World, and now it's like, oh, yeah, the New World is rough. Yeah. Which is interesting because we're essentially resetting the Grand Line because this is the same way we were treating the Grand Line before we got into it from the East Blue. That's
1: true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and when you think about when, I, when you put it that way, there was a thought in the back of my head. Moria is basically, oh, God, what's his name? Oh. oh, I'm blanking on his name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that guy, Don Krieg, Don, Don Krieg. Krieg. That's he's, it. He is Don Krieg. Yeah, he's, it's it's very, very similar to that.
0: <laughs> God, even with how he fights, he's kind of Don Krieg-ish.
1: Yeah, ish <laughs> Yeah.
0: I feel like we're, we're
1: going way more into this than, uh, is actually really kind of implied in the text, but like. I do sort of like the idea of like these different pirate captains, like how they view themselves as captains and their crew. Like they're all different, you know? And mm-hmm. they all think that like, oh, Luffy's just like them. So they're going to get crushed or Luffy's going to get crushed just like I was. He's like, you're not ready. Clearly, uh, I-, I do kind of like that aspect. Yeah,
0: you might be able to beat me, but that does not mean that you can do anything about the new world. Uh huh. And it-, it raises that sort of threat level, and again, it's only two pages of him monologuing about this, but it's something to grab onto rather than just, eh, you do it, or... Right, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Yeah, it, it's it's subtle setup that you can easily miss over, but basically it's it's also uh, very much indicating that he's kind of lost it. You can see it in yeah, how he yeah. looks. He, he's, he's just like, it's happened again, I can't let this happen, I am not going to let this happen, and be defeated by this upstart, uh, th- because... You know he's already, he's probably thinking about how oh the government already thinks that I I might lose to this because of the whole meeting with Kuma I am not mm-hmm. letting this happen so in his hubris he decides to take use the shadows Asgard and take back every shadow from all the zombies in Thriller Bark it's like oh the thing that Luffy just used against him is now being used back except tenfold because he gets one thousand shadows.
1: Yeah, it's just like, what did you have? 100? I'll have 2, 3, 4, 600, 700. And with all 1,000 shadows in him, he's just he's just a massive monster at this point.
0: Yeah. I like the little, like, look at all the zombies falling over. Like, it's kind yeah. of sad, but it's also like, yeah, well, this is what we want.
1: Yeah, it's it's tragic in a weird way of just, like, they all are basically, you know, the, Moria has <laughs> absorbed them all into his biomass,
0: Biomass indeed, because my God, he got big <laughs> and he has yeah, legs yeah. now. I think
1: when I while I was originally reading this arc, this was probably the point where I just wanted it to be over.
0: Yeah, it, it felt I, I remember originally this felt like, oh, gosh, it's still going on because we had the yeah. whole stipulation of him having to give like willingly give up the shadows. It, it's it's one of those things like, oh, it's it's so close to happening and we got that ticking clock. And we gotta take care of them. And now that we have this one last gambit from Moria, and it's just like, huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do think maybe that's just like the benefit of this format of of the podcast. I don't think it's that bad this time around. No, no, no. It's it, it really, it really isn't that long. But I can, I can certainly see if you're if you're reading this arc all in one sitting, or you know, God bless you if you're reading it week. We're reading it week to week back in like two thousand eight. Uh, this was probably just, you know, like, oh, God, get on with it.
0: Yeah, just end already, that sort of thing. Because I I get the idea. Oda wants to go to the very edge of defeat, and we start seeing that where the sun is starting to come peek through, and we see some of the pirates starting to disappear into dust because of the sunlight. So they're making a mad dash in order to get out of the sun. And Lola's like, no, I'm staying, because look at them. They're not budging. So we put all our hopes into him. we call them savers. If we tail now, turn turn turntail now at the slightest danger, we're no better than worms. So you guys can run, but I'm the captain. So I'm going to stay. I love this scene. L- yeah. Lola, just like Lola stocks
1: way up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, she's kind of awesome. Just again, like I said, kind of at the start of this chapter, like this is, we are seeing the straw hats is like the, the resolve really having an effect on, you know, the people around them. And like, even if, you know, kind of her crew's like, Oh God, run for it. You know, she at least is like, Hey, they did all this for us. So I gotta, I gotta stick it out for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really does show that Lola's got sort of the MVP new character in this. outside Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. And she gets to do it in two forms. So that's, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But we end off the chapter with uh, Luffy like, all right, uh, we don't have any more time. So I'm going to get reckless. I'm counting on you for the rest. And uh, Zoro remarking that Moria's gone berserk and lost control. You see
1: him activate gear two.
0: And Robin points out, it's like, ah, his pride made him miscalculate his own capacity.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I find it funny because they're all rather casual about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's do eh. or die. Yeah, basically. Uh, And of course, it's it's always cool to see that shot of Luffy activating uh, gear two. Oh, yeah. Just... Just with Moria towering over them, it's, all the it's steam.
0: Great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, let's get into chapter four hundred and eighty-two. Morning is coming, and I got I gotta say this this set here because this this with forty-two, this is the beginning of volume fifty of the manga, mm-hmm. and I just want to bring it up because to, to have a time frame here. When I graduated college, it was my chance to go to Japan for the first time. It was sort of my reward for graduating. And so in 2008, I went there, and I made sure to buy the newest volume of the big three manga at the time. So I have a volume of Naruto, a volume of Bleach, and, of course, a volume of One Piece, and this is that volume. Oh, man. So... It's like, this. Yeah. Is, this is the one I have in Japanese. And I was looking at it kind of ahead of time, like uh, to, to some degree and be like, oh, wow, <laughs> look at this.
1: Yeah, that is sort of a similar It is an interesting time frame. My brother, he didn't go to Japan, but he did a similar sort of thing of um, like when he caught up to the manga, he like bought like some of the most recent volumes in Japanese. And that was 58, I want to say. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're like we're and, and I I caught up at a, you know, slightly later, I think 60 or 61 was the newest one when I when I caught up to the manga. So we're we're kind of getting up there like 50 volumes is almost halfway. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it is a ton of content for sure.
1: Yeah. Japan's up to 107 or 108. I think Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're about to get 106 here in the US.
0: It's just like, oh, wow. I mean, it, it's something else, but. It's it's just funny to see it. It doesn't have any real markings on this. It's just sort of a. I I actually have a physical time frame for this one because. Yes. You know, two two thousand eight. Holy crap.
1: (laughs) Yeah, halfway to one hundred is still pretty nuts.
0: (laughs) But uh, we begin with uh, seeing the sunlight come up over the ship and get in a like a pullback just to see again the size of Thriller Bark. Yep. Which is just nuts. But yeah, he's uh, basically just. Pro- uh, propping up Moria, he's like, he's more powerful than more, uh, more than Oris ever was. It's, it's over. Run, and uh, they're just like, all right, let's let's do this. Let's see if we can do this. Like, I-, I like Zoro's comments here. It's like, if you're gonna stand there and watch, then shut up. But this match with Moria has already been won by us.
1: Right. Yeah. He's he's trying to run out the clock, basically.
0: Yep. It's a it's a it's a desperation move that he literally cannot handle. He is just too berserk. And once again, we get Luffy with his Gear Two, and God, I love, God. Every time the steam is there, Gear Two is so freaking awesome. It
1: really is. Yeah, it just the way the smoke just like billows throughout the frame with Moria towering over above. It's it's awesome, and I I kind of love that he saved it for this because I was wondering this whole arc is like when are we gonna see Gear Two again? You know, I was I was somewhat surprised that he used three first to a. Uh, uh, to take out ores, so uh, saving saving gear two for the finale here is it's it's pretty hype. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like the I like that it's not like there's drawbacks to this as we've seen. So it's not like getting Super Saiyan, be like, all right, why don't you just start the fight with Super Saiyan?
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah. Obviously this. We, we've seen the toll that it takes on Luffy's body and he, even he even he was like, all right, you know, I'm going to get a little bit reckless <laughs> when, when I feel like when Luffy himself is admitting that you're just
0: like, oh, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, indeed. So now it's all determined, like, will we be wiped out by the sun or will Moria destroy himself? Let's find out. And the fight begins and, lo- I mean, basically we're just pounding on his stomach because each time they hit him, he's so full that he can't keep the shadows in.
1: Yeah, which is kind of an amazing visual, I got to I got to admit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's losing consciousness. He's losing his command. He's just like, there's just too much in there for him, which I... I like that about this. It's like, oh, we don't have to. He's he's took in, t- taken in so many that we don't have to make him admit defeat. We just have to squeeze it out out of him like an orange. Yeah, because that's that's a a good
1: way to get about get around it. Because of, of course, going in, you're like, there's no way Moria would ever willfully undo this whole thing because like that's that's the crux of his old plans how are you going to get him to give the shadows back and it's just like all right you know he's going to get so desperate he's going to absorb all the shadows and now we just have to beat them all out of him.
0: pretty much I mean mean, because there's only a few like there's very little time left and he that is all he has to do is run out the clock Yep. Yep. so it, it makes for a nice dichotomy there and you know I honestly don't think there's a lot to say about this fight it's fine
1: yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I, I think it is, like, appropriately bombastic for the finale. And I, I like this bit where Mori uses his brick bat thing to kind of trap luffy inside of a inside of a big black box and starts like stomping all over it and it's just kind of like you know you know gives his evil villain speech you know (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens when you defy the warlords blah 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 and you know luffy just he tears out of it gear two still activated and you know he's just like rubber always bounces back
0: (laughs) yeah it is it's pretty great uh, just using his own analogies against him, and I love how the 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 Lolas Pirates are like, is Straw unkillable? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, seriously. One thing I didn't expect, though, I don't know if we've ever, if I've ever seen this before. Luffy, like, he actually combines Gear Two and Three.
0: Yeah, you it, you don't quite realize it at first, but that's him going wild. They're all calling out, I was like you're being too reckless right now." But he uses gear two along with his gum gum giant jet shell and just hits him hard, like just slams into him, which is basically just like he's desperately trying not to basically throw up all the shadows.
1: Yeah, he starts covering his mouth. He's just like, no, (laughs) I can't let him go.
0: (laughs) And I I love this from Lola. It's like, hey, shadow, you're mine, not his. Get back here. (laughs)
1: Basically. Yeah. I love that, you know, they're all basically like you you belong to me. <laughs> like come back here. And I even love this line from Luffy where he's like, "I got something to say too. Like if you want to be the shadow of the king of the pirates, shape up and follow me as he gives <laughs> one more giant jet shell straight into Moria."
0: <laughs> yeah. Causing him to fall back, causing the mass to the, to collapse and land on top of Moria, forcing all of it out of him. And Moria just says, "You think you can go? Then go. The real nightmare is waiting in the in the, in the new world." So, man they
1: really it's that's ominous <laughs>
0: yeah he's just like whatever i don't care at this point you've you've beaten all the shadows out of me i'm trapped they're all escaping go die elsewhere i don't care <laughs> the chapter ends we, we
1: kind of see like the sun starts shining and you see zoro robin and sanji all they start disintegrating at the head
0: yeah it's, it's pretty gruesome looking he's just like oh god yeah and it's a, it's a heck of a way to have that final shot, for sure. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh. Because that's it. The fight is over. Yeah. Warrior is Which, defeated.
1: <laughs> again, I think in the moment, if you're reading this all at once, it can feel just like, oh, all yeah, right, get over with. But it's it's, it's a chapter, basically. And yeah. I think it's an appropriately, like, really hype and badass set piece to end things off with. But I, I do kind of feel, uh, thinking about, like, the way they finished off oars was also pretty hype, and mm-hmm. I think I would have been fine with an ending there. Yeah. So it's one thing where, like, I really like this in isolation, but I think I think there's something about, like, they were already pretty desperate trying to take down oars, and this this feels just like that extra little bit on top. But it's only really a chapter, so I can't, I, I, I yeah. feel bad complaining about it. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a chapter and a half, but yeah, you're, you're right, where it just seems like it's dragged out just enough to get those warnings of the new world in. And that yeah, seems I to think be I th- more the point. I think Oda does. really
1: wanted to get that in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't get that otherwise because more and I guess there would be a little bit of uns- dissatisfaction with Moria just getting beating along with Orz and not really showing how powerful he is as a warlord on his own.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that yeah, it's I, man Moria really is kind of the the giant question mark to this whole thing.
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking about it and even now I. Don't feel like he's as much of a threat as Crocodile.
1: Yeah, I guess because it's the scale is different in a weird way. I don't know. The 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 whole thing with Crocodile, there was so much of like there, there was so much of an element of like espionage and really feeling there's like...
0: build-up. he's trying to get a world conquering weapon he is has plan after plan after plan to make this work and moria on the mean in the meantime is just stumbled onto him happens to be a warlord like he's sort of building off the legacy of crocodile in order to make him feel more threatening
1: yeah i guess that's the tricky part about f- fighting a warlord a second time
0: <laughs> yeah how do, you, how do you make that yeah. second one interesting and he's unique in his power set and what he can do but I don't think you're ever going to get Moria to feel as impactful as Crocodile.
1: Yeah, I definitely think the scale of it uh, has a lot to do with it,
0: and and that's you know
1: like fine or whatever like you know Th- Thriller Bark is just like you know it's a goofy little haunted mansion basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just like it it does lend itself to feeling more like a side thing, but you know yeah,
0: it feels like a a bit of a longer excursion in the same vein as like Jaya, just the giant. Yeah,
1: function. for sure. Yeah, definitely. I feel like as as far as like the bigger arcs have are concerned, Mori is definitely like he, he's 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 down there, I think, as as far as the villains go.
0: Yeah, I I'd say so. Like he's nothing again, nothing about this is terrible. It's just in comparison to what came before. And you yeah. start to see, especially at the end here, the weaknesses because this is a as we've said, this is a fun ride throughout. Yeah the horror elements, all the, uh, all the things I have in here, you have your downfalls here and there that we've talked about at length, but in isolation, it works quite well, but there's something just feel like something's off about the finale. And I yeah. can't even put my, I can't really put it to, wor- to words. And I think that's why this might be as not as well remembered as other arcs, despite it being quite strong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really think that that's it. And and I, that, that feels so reductive to just be like, ah, the villain's not as good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, because there's so many good elements that we talked about up to this point. It's more of us just trying to, again, analyze why it is Yeah, I'm trying way.
1: to put my finger on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I think that that more so is just like Moria is maybe why I felt this way about this arc in the past. But here in the present, I don't. It doesn't bother me as much. Like, it, it's it's just like, it's, he's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But but at the same time, like, all the... You're dealing with fine versus, like, a bunch of antagonists and stakes that
0: were really, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's pretty much where it comes down to. And I think because Moria is the last impression you have of Thriller Bark, that's where it kind of falters for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Endings are important.
0: I push this up a bit more than i had in my previous uh i think uh, estimation
1: i don't know where i would rank it in uh, personally i don't think i'd call it a bottom two anymore (laughs) like i did at the start of this arc
0: (laughs) that's the thing it's hard to like what would be the bottom two at this point because it just kept getting better and better and better and it takes a slight dip here so where do you put that it's i think it still would be towards the bottom but it's not for the lack of quality in and of itself yeah for sure for sure i think (laughs) <laughs> i was about to say i think i think i can
1: call sarah village my least favorite one piece arc uh, maybe now oh uh, but even <laughs> even that that feels a little mean because was like 20 chapters in i know exactly
0: it's it's so it's kind of like oh
1: how how dare early one piece be you know early one piece
0: <laughs> i think that's why everybody just groups it together is it's the east blue <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so it's i like this arc
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i, I like think the that's earlier part determined so either way, let's go ahead and get to chapter 483, The End of the Dream. And hey, we get another two-page spread here, and this is just cute.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody's goofing around, hanging out with the animals. They're all... I love the the cow-shaped uh, boat we've got.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like that uh, Usopp has caught the one fish, which brings in the next fish, fish, which brings in the next fish, which brings in the shark, which has the bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of cause and effect. Yeah, very much so. But it's it, it's a fun set. But yeah, into the chapter itself, we have yeah, Sanji, Robin, and Zoro all disappearing from the top up, like their heads. Which are is gone. just horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty brutal, and I love that Zoro is still doing the arm cross pose like he was when he was trapped on the cake. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing.
1: Yeah, I was like he. Zoro knows how he wants to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Luffy's top half of his body is gone. Lola's top half is gone. They're like, but he won. How can this be happening? It's not fair. All of a sudden. <laughs> and I I do like this sequence where. Me too. We, we go to all the other people that have had their shadows taken by Moria. And they're like, oh my God, after this long, I finally have it back in the West Blue Uh, and and the grand line my shadow it's back i can finally stand in the sunlight they're just all happy and the most important one a young woman drops a bunch of plates and says says i can see my reflection in the mirror and we find out that her name is margarita her shadow was stolen 10 years ago by hogback and moria and uh she's actually even gotten over her uh Hatred of plates.
1: <laughs> so we basically that, that was the shadow of the person who got put in Sindri's body. Yes. Yeah. Which a really cool way to kind of bring everything back around. I, I did not expect that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's not it's not Sindri's soul self, but you know Sindri is free now. Uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks to that. And it's it's a weird feeling because you got these dead bodies based on real people, yet they're. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's like yeah, they're not it is. dead, yeah. but they're dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a second to like, oh, okay, that's how it works. Got it, got it, got it.
0: So the rest of the crew is looking at the others in shock, and they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: fine. This is definitely a very um the way that they're all just kinda like like the the logic here that Robin explains it is just it has me raising an eyebrow or two where yeah. you know, she's like our existence was on the verge of disappearing when the morning sun shined on us, but the instant our shadows were returned, we resurrected. And Sanji goes on to say that I guess the same reason why Moria could control bodies by manipulating shadows, the, the two share some kind of link even when they're apart. And he's, uh, All I understand is that bones and shadows have the same shape. I have a feeling this will come back up. This feels you, really too okay. specific. All right. I don't know how or why, but the I guess like the relation between, between sunlight and in kind of like shadow and how how sort of these two things are linked somehow (laughs) yeah i i i I don't know it's i don't have really any huge evidence that it will but it it feels like one of those things that why would you go out of your way to explain this unless it meant something and and i think (laughs) that's what reading one piece kind of does to you is when you When Oda is able to bring back stuff that's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. that'll come back in 20 years. It's like (laughs) you start you start looking for things that might not be there.
0: (laughs) Right. I I could see it coming back and I could also see it just being like, "Ah, I need an explanation for why even though their heads were gone, they came back. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Even stranger concept, especially because they're like, all right, Moria's done and we're waking up from this bad dream. And we get a little scene that shows that Hogback is actually still alive yeah we all thought he did <laughs> how yeah i have no idea he ended up looking none the worse for where for getting crushed but yeah he yeah. just again
1: i feel like we said that when when we're like wait did, did he die like it's one piece so you can never be too sure and lo and behold <laughs> nope he did not die so he
0: uh wakes up absalom he's like all right looks like uh mori was de- defeated He's pathetic, so let's get out of here.
1: Yeah. All right, time to skedaddle. I have no idea where these two go from here. I don't not
0: a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> I
1: would not be surprised if they have some kind of later appearance. I nothing is coming to mind off the top of my
0: head though. Maybe they'll get like their adventures as a chapter cover. That's about the best I can expect. That, I would not be surprised. <laughs> but it's also really weird that More is alone. Yeah, he's he lost everybody. Yeah, this is like the biggest defeat you could ever imagine because Perona's somewhere. Every zombie has been liberated. And now, and Absalom and Hogback are, are abandoning him. And which those three yep. were the only humans on him, yeah. with him.
1: Mori is completely alone. And even before uh, Perona got, you know, just like disappeared, <laughs> just got Bano snapped, like even she was like, nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> So not not a lot of loyalty in this crew, which I think again talking about how these pirates view their crewmates and and how they view the world, I think has a lot to do with um like the themes of the story and stuff like that. And I I, I feel like we we talked about this way way back when um when when like a very early SBS when Oda was like why don't or you know someone asked like why don't you kill villains and it's it's kind of like having like your entire worldview basically like crushed and rejected like that's that's worse than death and yeah. i feel like we're very much seeing that with moria right now like yeah he's he lost everything <laughs> i think even more so than most one piece villains
0: <laughs> uh, we also get an interesting conversation as we go back to the crew because they're like Zor's like did he, did he luffy shrink is like oh it's a response to using the you know th- gear three and Usopp has an interesting Dialogue here is like, don't you think Luffy's ne- new technique takes too much of a toll on his body? What if we encounter an even stronger foe? I'm worried about him. He'll keep being reckless. And that feels like foreshadowing.
1: Yeah, and, and the way everybody just kind of takes a pause for that, you know, I think is is really interesting. And, and I, I think... Between between that dialogue and between what Moria said about the new world, I, I feel like that definitely is kind of like ah, uh, hmm. <laughs>
0: it, it feels like the crew has been. It's funny to say this after the, all, all the things that went down in Water Seven, but the crew's been wa- uh, riding high. They've, it feel as a reader, you kind of feel like they've pretty much mastered the Grand Line. Yeah, they got lucky. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not it's not so much a we don't have to worry about it. We're treating this as in the East blue. They're used to all of its tricks. It's just a matter of what new Island they come up with. So rather than becoming old hat of Island to Island, we got to build up this new threat that is the new world and what, whatever that might entail.
1: And I definitely think there's an aspect of like these encounters, you know, even, you know, we, we dog on Moria a whole bunch, but like (laughs) they, they got out by the skin of their teeth quite literally, you know, (laughs) half the crew was almost disintegrated. So I think kind of what Usopp is really alluding to here is like the close calls keep getting closer
0: <laughs> true that is true yeah beyond that we have uh, lola's crew thanking them from the bottom of their hearts and even offering to offering herself as a bride to anybody willing. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: i love you, you get all of all of the guys there in the background all saying no thanks <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're good zora's just like eh, we, we just You just got lucky because we just happen to. Our stuff seems to align and Nami just smacks him. It's like, not being rude. And that's when she realizes, all right, there was something really important I needed to tell you guys. Um, What's that? Um, Him. (laughs) Yeah. You know what's worse than one warlord? (laughs) Yeah. There's a second warlord here. Kind of forgot about that. And that's, you know, we have. Kuma talking on the uh, transponder snails, basically saying whoever he's talking to is like, yeah, my fears were right. We finally decided on a replacement for crocodile and we can't have another hole open up among the warlords.
1: Yeah. It's a bad look.
0: So is there any life left? him? Eh, It's hard to say. If he's alive, I prefer to wait for his recovery and keep him as one of the seven, but we won't know until for sure. So we can't replace another one right off of the bat because it will just tarnish our reputation. So do not let news of this incident leak out get rid of them (laughs) everybody (laughs) here has to die yeah there are no witnesses (laughs) annihilate everybody on thriller bark
1: yeah which oh boy (laughs) yeah
0: that is
1: (laughs) so we we just got done barely surviving a fight against one warlord and everybody everybody is you know basically like wiped (laughs) yeah exhausted and it's like all right time for round two (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and like, I,
1: I really love how desperate the atmosphere gets just right off the bat
0: oh yeah you think you're going into celebration mode then it's like oh no kuma's here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and uh it's like hey he has some kind of weird ability he can teleport to be careful of his hands and he immediately demonstrates this and teleports in front of everybody
1: yeah and then you, you see you know some of lola's pirates are like all right you know we, we just got our freedom you know time to fight <laughs>
0: and he takes them all out <laughs>
1: yeah it just whatever he did with his hand he just like it, it, i thought at first that he did just like disappear the but no he just pushed them like yeah they all just got went flying into the rocks
0: yeah <laughs> and the then rebel. there's a bunch that they only got the like that weren't actually in the direct line of sight that just caught the whiff of it and they just disappeared
1: yep. yeah
0: yeah we end off with What's it's like on? oh hi Zoro. <laughs> i'll start yeah with you. i'll start with you oh boy <laughs> oh boy indeed yeah so. Man,
1: you wanted your falling action.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) No falling action. We got Kuma here to wreck things. And as unimpressive as Moria was, Kuma is, like, definitely seems like a step above Crocodile.
1: Yeah, and I I guess that's also kind of the interesting thing about these warlords in general. Because I think the dude... Moria, technically, he has a higher bounty than Crocodile, doesn't he? Oh, three times the amount. Three times... Yeah, 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 that's right. So it's like... They all kind of... They're not of similar kind of power levels. No. There's a... I think you could make the case even... Like, Kuma might be the strongest one we've seen so far. It's hard to really say for sure since, you know, he's fighting everybody, like, while they're all exhausted, but...
0: Mm -hmm.
1: At least in terms of immediate threat.
0: And technically, we have Blackbeard as a warlord now, so he might be the strongest. And his bounty was zero, so...
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it really... That, that's the fun thing about One Piece, right? Like the the bounty system really is kind of, it, it's flawed, and that's why I love it. Uh, yeah. Because it really.
0: It doesn't necessarily paint the entire picture.
1: Yeah. It is. It is a power level system for from one very specific perspective. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. But let's see how they handle uh, Kuma with chapter four hundred eighty four squish, and hey, we get Vivi on the cover. It's nice. To, it's yeah. cool that we're still getting Vivi in them like on these cover pages. It's, I feel like it's Oda being like, I need more time before I do the next uh, chapter story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what the next one is.
0: I'm not 100% sure either, so yeah. I guess we'll find out <laughs> next time because we don't get learned this time, that's for sure. Nope, nope. <laughs> uh, but we get into it and, yeah, basically just demonstrating the terror that is Kuma. And honestly, the terror that is Zoro, because they're all Lola's pirates are already like, hey, they saved us. We might not be heroes, but we'll let them, we'll fight to come, uh, to save them because they saved us. And Zoro's just like, no, no, he challenged me. Stay back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God, I love
1: that shot of Kuma just looming over Zoro like that. One, we saw even earlier, you know, that like Kuma's basically like the same height as, as Warrior. Uh,
0: he feels a little bit more imposing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's it, it's the proportions. You know, he's he's not he's not all belly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like Moria is. Uh, I do like the, this bit from though with Rakuma. is just like you know oh your crew seems to be quite, quite popular. I heard that Straw Hat Luffy has several underlings in his crew who aren't entirely aren't entirely without talent. And they just turn the page and all the Straw Hats are just like ah <laughs> oh jeez, oh, oh gosh
0: <laughs> everybody but Robin. I love that even Nami's like ah. Shucks, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He even goes on. You've caused all sorts of commotion, and it's not only the captain who's been making a name for himself. And uh, Usopp to me, like you're too, you're too injured, Zoro. Do not fight him. And he's like, no. Nah, if I die here, then I wasn't worth much to begin with. Let's do yeah. this.
1: Which man, God, Zoro, man, he's just ready to go in. <laughs> yeah, he
0: is. Which is just this height. This, this, this fight is hype, but it is desperate. Yeah, it is because he goes for the cut. And and freaking Kuma's too fast. Immediately yeah. out of the way, goes to get the attack on Zoro. Zoro's just barely able to roll out of it, and the paw print gets left down. And Zoro's again just barely dodges the attack that uh, hit the hit Lola's crew earlier. And yeah. he's already just in trouble.
1: And then we we see we see the, the first hint at what Kuma's ability is, where you see those those like the he has like a paw. <laughs> he <has> like a... <laughs>
0: like his, a, 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 a palm paw, on his palm yeah <laughs> yeah zoro tries his 36 pounds phoenix and no just there's our squish just to flex yeah. it no issue
1: yeah god it just oh. i remember hey that was the same like zoro even mused earlier like like with with shusui that attack is stronger now yeah <laughs> and he's just kind of like oh i gotta get used to this and then kuma
0: just now, nah. no it's, it's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And he's like oh so your power is the ability to repel anything. And that's when we learned Kuma's fruit, the paw fruit, and became a paw palmed human, which they're all like, isn't that kind of ridiculous? Like, yeah, like, I love
1: I love that Robin is just imagining just a bunch <laughs> of cute little cats.
0: <laughs> it's like, what is that all about? And and, and uh, Frankie's just like, well, if that all he's got, defeating this guy is going to be, and he immediately gets taken out. Yeah, it's just, mm. So much for that being a piece of cake, because yeah, he yeah. was <laughs> like, "Oh, that's all you've got."
1: I do have to say, it's really interesting that we do get the reveal of like, okay, he's got the pawpaw fruit, but like, what does that mean? Yeah,
0: <laughs> just, Th- that's like, not something you hear. Is, well, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I, yeah, the pawpaw fruit." I get it.
1: Yeah, no. So he, it, it seems like he can just like push stuff.
0: Yeah, it seems the power to push and deflect. Which is an interesting idea. Uh, as That's far not as, what I would assume! <laughs> no. No, not at all. And Robin sort of ponders, like, okay, it seems like he's deflecting the atmosphere itself. and Because the average cannon would have no effect on Frankie. The fact that he took out our cyborg in one hit like that... Is With a bad air, sign. basically. And Kuma basically confirms it. It's the pad cannon. Air pressure deflected at light speed, creating a piercing shockwave. Good guy. How... and and zoro somehow dodged it
1: (laughs) yes i feel like as far as devil fruit users are concerned i feel like we're definitely getting to a point here where it's like you're seeing people who are like not doing what you would expect (laughs) with their powers no for sure right where it's just kind of like oh i figured out i can do kind of like how with um it's like with luffy in, in gear 2 and gear 3 where it's like you're, you're, you're thinking a little further ahead with like, oh, my body is rubber, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then here's, here's Kumo's like, I can I can push stuff, so I guess I can shoot air cannons now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I it, When you put it that way, it does make a bit more sense where Luffy's like, oh, I can stretch. Wait, every part of me can stretch so I can increase my blood flow and make myself even more powerful or yeah. blow up my bones to make them even bigger and still have the same strength behind them or even greater strength behind them. So... To think of it that way, it was like, oh, I can push stuff. Yay. Wait a second. Yeah. Push the air. Oh, wait, can I actually make this even stronger? And you can see that sort of, like, thought process. If you get just in it in the immediately, it's not quite like Moria, where it's like, oh, yeah, I can switch with my shadow. Or, oh, yeah, I can d- manipulate bodies with my shadow. Yeah, you wouldn't naturally think about how that progresses.
1: I think that's all, something I really love about just Devil Fruits in general, because it really one it allows Oda to get really creative where you're, you you see characters do things you wouldn't really expect. But it, it's like it, it, it's very malleable, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. just like it. it all really just kind of comes down to what can the characters and thus Oda, you know, figure out what to do with it.
0: Yeah. And it does not go well for Zoro because he gets pushed away in the middle of his attack, and uh, Kuma's ready to just finish him off, but Sanji stepping in and uh, kicks kicks Kuma right in the face, which of course upsets Zoro. Yeah, he's like, "Get out of the way." <laughs> the crazy thing about this, his kick to the face actually hurts Sanji, not right. Not yeah, Kuma. which just. What <laughs> we've never seen that before where a kick, a kick hurts Sanji and not the person he kicks, like because we, we had the whole thing with the um, what was the five senses or whatever with uh, with in Lobby and how, like, mm-hmm. oh, if I wasn't concentrating, that would have gotten through my defense, yeah. This is even stronger than that. And he didn't even apparently do anything,
1: yeah. Which, oh boy,
0: yeah. We're, we're
1: in for a rough time. This Kuma really d- does feel like the worst possible character to show up right now.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. And I like how he even recognizes, oh, Usopp, you're the king of si- snipers. Uh, you don't deserve that title. And he just yeah, reflects it back at him. And Literally, he's
1: just manhandling everybody.
0: <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you're all weaklings. It's no fun. So orders are orders. And he brings out this huge paw-shaped air bubble and uh, basically compressed it into a ball basically he's making a bomb
1: <laughs> yes and and he you know kind of gives everybody an ultimatum like i'll spare you in exchange for straw hat luffy's head you know it, like he's what the government wants so <laughs>
0: yeah so give him over and i'll leave and i love this every single one of them is like no never and so he just unleashes his ursha shock which and oh just- my god <laughs>
1: You thought Thriller Bark was already in shambles. <laughs> Kuma basically just nuked it.
0: Yep. This was the biggest ship in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's much of a ship anymore.
1: Yeah, man. Again,
0: it's just, Oh, it, you, you really get the
1: sense, man. The, the threats just keep getting, you know, more and more difficult. <laughs> mm,
0: but we do have an SBS, not too much to talk about on this one. Though this is the beginning of fan-submitted SBS artwork. At the top, yeah. We haven't talked about those at all with Oda, but I just wanted to bring it up here because honestly, it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like you're
0: you're always getting
1: like the headers always spell out SBS using you know some kind of like object um, or or something, uh, and this one's got Crocodile Mister Three and what I presume to be Mister One all in jail, <laughs> and so you get Mister Three's hair with the like the jail bar making the B. Oh, and you get the yeah, swans from the Mr. Swans two making That's great.
0: <laughs> but even just yeah. capturing Oda's art style, again, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: The SPS itself, though, honestly, it's just like, how do they poop on the uh, I was really, uh, really sunny.
1: curious about that.
0: Thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm glad we have an answer for that. Just, it's like, they're okay, they had this old thing that used to go right into the into the ocean itself, but eh, think of it a more modern thing where it's more like airplanes, so they flush quickly. Mm-hmm. But okay. the men don't worry about it too much, so they'll do it from this, all sorts of places on the ship. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know need that. To. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Thank you, Oda. Oh, oh the
1: SBSs, man. <laughs> yep.
0: The other one is just about how, like, oh, yeah, those Risky Brothers. Are they the same as the Risky Brothers on Lois Crew? Yes. We <laughs> okay. figured that out. Good to know. Well, time for the final chapter of this set. 485 Straw Hat Pirates, Pirate Hunter Zoro.
1: I think this might be one of the best chapters in the whole manga
0: <laughs> it it leaves an impression for sure
1: it is yeah like i think we we got lucky that this is the last one on a podcast yeah
0: <laughs> oh but uh yeah we gotta check in with karu fishing again and uh checking with the ursa shock and it's just mass devastation it, yeah, it really shock is. wave amongst like think how huge thriller bark is and it still sends a shockwave around this boat
1: yeah, and you're just you're seeing the waves and just every and, and like the only thing left in its wake is just like a bunch of rubble and destruction. Yeah, and every
0: single crew member is knocked out. Yeah, um, and he's like just finds Luffy's uh, still unconscious body, goes to pick him up, and here comes Zoro out of nowhere with his lion song, actually catches Kuma unaware.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. He's just. God, I love that. Just right at the last moment. And not only
0: that... (laughs) Oh, maybe this is why Sanji hurt his foot. Because it turns out he's a cyborg like Frankie, except he's even harder than iron. And all of a sudden, Kuma starts charging up a mouth blast. Yeah. (laughs) So not only
1: does Kuma have a very powerful devil fruit, apparently, but uh, he can also shoot laser beams.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like good god you want to find you want to find a way to make a, a warlord seem even more powerful than freaking ca- uh crocodile this is yeah. how you do it
1: yeah this is it this again uh, this really feels like the bar is just like oh we're <laughs> 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 the bar's been raised and we're maybe a little bit uh out you know, of our in depth. over our heads <laughs> yeah we're out of our depth here and you know kuma goes on to say is like i, I- a cyborg, yeah, you could say that I'm, I'm nothing like Frankie, but I'm called a he's a pacifista, a, a government human weapon, but an in, an incomplete version somehow. And
0: I remember I remember pacifista being named. I do not remember what they are exactly and how mm-hmm. how much further they go uh, with 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 Kuma. but we get our second mention of the government's ge- uh, genius, Dr. Vegapunk. Because not only was he the one to figure out how to get non-human objects to use devil fruits, but is the one who actually created Kuma and is, a, yeah. is said to be 500 years ahead of mankind. what mankind currently is. So, yeah. wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, I get, God, that, uh, but, where do I start with this? Uh, Oda's playing the long game. I think. I think that's all I can really say for now. <laughs> is this? There's, there's a lot of stuff, but between just Kuma being a pacifista, what the fact that government that the government has human weapons and and cyborgs of some kind, and that you know, like how far the technology goes. You know, I right. And Oda is he's planting a lot of seeds.
0: <laughs> it also kind of puts into perspective. What exactly Pluton is, because you 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 hear about these these this ship that can just conquer the world, and the government wanting that you know specifically Spandam, yet they yep. have these passive that, that this freaking you know that Kuma can do, yeah.
1: What um, the hell? <laughs> one thing I will say right now um, is the yeah the government's, interest in the human we- or not in the human weapons the the ancient weapons rather uh, their interest in the ancient weapons is definitely very fascinating given given that they all- they have all this
0: <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. i
1: and this this is m- just me speculating that makes me think that the the ancient weapons have a little bit more to them um mm-hmm. and that it's not it's not necessarily entirely about the threat that they pose uh, because obviously, in terms of destructive force, like the government's got it, you know, yeah. clearly. It,
0: it might be more that it's something that can actually stand up to them. And so they yeah. don't want it fall, falling into pirate hands.
1: I I think that's definitely a big part of it.
0: Yeah. So. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I love how like Zora hears this. It's like, huh, body like that combined with the devil fruit. I'm starting to run out of hope. <laughs> but it is a little unfair. Yeah. And he basically decides, all right, so the only way you'll leave is if you take Luffy's head with you. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a head, but there's a catch. Take my head instead. Please settle for that. I'm not as famous as Luffy, but if you consider that someday I would have been the world's best swordsman, it can't be too much of a loss. And Kuma's just like, you have that much ambition, yet you would give it up to save Luffy. That's a God cool th- like character moment right there.
1: This whole chapter is basically just like food for Zoro fans, because it really is just like
0: this is why his entire character.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the way that, you know, he just declares Luffy is the man who will become king of the pirates. Uh, Like he's just, he's ready. And and that's what we've seen this whole chapter is that he's ready to lay down his life for Luffy.
0: What good am I? If I can't even lay lay down my life for my, like can't even save the life of my captain. Yeah. So, and we always hear Luffy say he's going to be king of the pirates. It's something else entirely where it's Zoro saying he's the man who will become the king of the pirates.
1: I, I guess I don't remember exactly when they all show up again, but like there are moments where basically every crew member will have a moment where where they will say Luffy is the man who will become King of the Pirates. And I think they are all kind of like big iconic moments in their own right. And there's there's a reason why Oda puts these here. And so this here's Zoro's
0: like this is one of the most well-deserved dooms that he's he's ever done. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but even cooler sanji stands up and he's like yeah no you're right about luffy what about your dream dying's not gonna what's good what good's dying gonna do you so hey take my head instead it doesn't have the navy doesn't take me seriously but don't mark my words if you don't take me in it won't be long before i'm causing more trouble than all of me all of them because i'm blackfoot sanji yeah
1: and i love again like these two are always at each other's necks but the way that Sanji is able, like, like he cares, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, he absolutely cares.
0: Like, he he might have his flaws, but these these are the moments where Sanji just stands out.
1: Yeah, for sure. And he's... Unfortunately, you know, as he's trying to have a cool moment of his own, Zoro just basically hits him with the hilt of his sword and knocks him
0: out. And he tosses his swords away. He's like, all right, I'm a man of my word. Now it's your turn. And Koopa's basically like... You put me in a corner. If you, if I lay a hand on Luffy after this, I'll be put to shame. He's like, any man of honor would. All right, I'll give you my word. I will not take Strawhead's head today, but in exchange, you get a glimpse of hell. And this is such a cool concept.
1: It really is, yeah. The idea that Kuma can not only push physical objects, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also uh, entire concepts.
0: Yeah, that is something else. Where he pushes out the sum total of anguish inflicted during his battle with Moria and all like all the fights on Thriller Bark and creates a giant pall that is the cum- accumulation of that suffering. So if you're truly taking his play- place, you must accept his agony. But you're already near death yourself because of your own fights, so you're mm-hmm. gonna die from this. You yeah. cannot take this. And he just tosses a little bit into his chest and it like the scream. It seems like he loses consciousness,
1: actually the way that the way that the panels are kind of broken up, it, it's sort of implying that like time has passed and and the way that like on the next page, this like the first panel has like some screen tone on it, and then it sort of like fades back into current time. so it that that's sort of how I read that scene that mm-hmm. like it is implying that some amount of time has passed, and the implication being that from that little bit, Zoro just passed out,
0: yeah. but despite that. He's like, all right, let's just change the location, and he sees the giant ball, thrusts his hand inside, and that's it. Kuma leaves. He's like, he has, a, you have exceptional friends, but he's your son after all, dragon. So he happens to know dragon.
1: So yeah, he knows this-
0: who Luffy. Is, that he's related to Luffy. So that's something.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the last little bit we'll see of Kuma for a little while, and. <laughs> Like I like I said earlier, there's a lot about these scenes that hit different now. <laughs> yeah,
0: like how do, like Dragon being Luffy's father is something very few people know. Like yeah, like it seems to be only Garp and now Kuma. So what the heck?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's God. There's there's so many mysteries, mm-hmm. and and we we got we got a lot of answers, and we got a lot of you know like. That's, God, it's these chapters that I love of One Piece where it really, it gets your mind like, what what
0: is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And time passes. Everybody wakes up. They're all alive. It's like, I guess you left empty handed. I, I don't know what's going on. And even more mysteriously, Luffy's feeling good as new. He's like, oh, I, I'm all good. It's like, there's no way you're that good. What's going yeah. on with that, uh, going on with that? They can't figure it out. Sanji's is more distracted and tries to go find Zoro's like, okay, well, he didn't do that. It's like, and he finds Zoro. It's like, you gave me quite a scare. You idiot. Where's, where'd he go? And what's with all this blood? And we see just Zoro shirt disheveled, dripping in blood, <laughs> standing in his pose that he wants to die in. Yep. And my God, look at the blood splatter around him from taking all that pain.
1: Yeah. It's it's one thing. I I remember the the anime version of the scene. It it, it is it's brutal the way because they they sort of bring the camera back out a little bit so you see like this whole area that that Zoro left them out in, is, is just like all right yeah he's this entire place is covered in blood.
0: Yeah, it's massive. It's it's also one of the coolest things is like what happened? Nothing at all.
1: Yeah, and... he's just he. God, there's so much I love about that scene. It's just the way that Zoro is willing to take it all on really the and-
0: ma- the <laughs> amount of pain he must be feeling because uh Luffy literally pushed himself to his limit yes. passed out from it not from pain but just from the weight the weight on his body and yeah he he's just to take all of that plus his own my god <laughs> yeah and it, it kind of adds that extra weight to what kind of like h- how far should we let Luffy push him push himself himself in these battles?
1: Yeah, and it's I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this, but like the idea that Kuma basically has healing powers <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, way he's, he, like, because Luffy he woke up and he's just like, all right, I'm fine, <laughs> you know, I'm doing great. But you know, what what comes around goes around, and all, all of that all of that pain and suffering had to go somewhere, and and the the idea that Zoro was the one who had to take it on, yeah. Man, no, it just like like I said, I think that this might actually be one of the best chapters in the manga, <laughs> especially <laughs> for Zoro fans, because it really is just like an encapsulation of what makes his character so appealing. Yeah, because he's he's a simple character, but like the lengths to which he will go to protect Luffy and the crew, I think, you know, are it's incredible, and this is definitely like maybe his most memorable scene in the entire manga
0: it's it's, def- it's certainly up there and yeah gosh sure. I, I was I was remember wondering about the implications about this for a while it's like man what is that all about
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no there's there's so many things that I've man yeah Oda Oda has so many things here where he's just like all right some of this is gonna get explained you know maybe in the next 20 to 30 chapters and then there's some stuff we're not gonna see for about another 500 <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: it's wild before we end off, though, we do have one more SBS where we have a suggestion for what Brooke's birthday should be because he ate the Yomi Yomi fruit or the Revive Revive fruit. Uh, April yep. 3rd would be nice because 4 and 3 can be read as Yo and Me. So yep. there you go. The other one that we get is kind of a spoiler. Like I don't know if we should actually cover it. <laughs> Cause there's questions that uh, they have, oh yeah like, oh, yeah from well, earlier we can, ones we skip that <laughs> we can <'Cause> skip that <laughs> we'll cover some of it like oh what if Robin was an animal what would she be so she would she would be a crane what about Frankie well he'd be a fighting bull his lucky number is zero eight how does he smell well he smells like cola his favorite course, color is yeah. light blue and his favorite island is a spring island in summer so yeah go. I mean that that's a thing it's like Boria ends a, maybe a, maybe a tad weekly. But Kuma makes up the difference.
1: Yeah, and I think Oda knows what he was doing there with that, and just like, well, like because we, we we, we kind of got like the big bombastic ending with with Ores and then Moria, and then we kind of have like sort of the more tighter, like it's it's desperate, but it's also more character focused,
0: in very much the same way as when Alchemy showed up.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. It feels very similar to that, and it just I you really get the sense that like. Oda is always thinking 5, 10, 20, and 500 steps ahead <laughs> at, at any given time. Just the way that, you know, one, one thing resolves and suddenly we have what feels like a dozen more plot points. <laughs> and, and just little details about the characters in the setting.
0: For sure. For yeah. sure. And we're only going to get more of those next week. <laughs> yep. I'm looking forward to it because with that, I believe we've said all we wanted to say about chapters 481 to 485 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at Bitnerd Games on YouTube or at Bitnerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at?
1: I'm at Brennabovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's really it. You know, just
0: more of the same. Yeah. Check it all out. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we wrap up Thriller Bark and discuss chapters 486 to 490 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye.
1: Remember to take life one piece at a time.
0: You possess that much ambition, and yet you're willing to give it all up and exchange your life for his? The way things are looking, I don't see any other way to save the rest of my crew. What's the point of having ambition if I
1: can't even save my captain?
0: Luffy is the man who become king of the pirates!